1: You'll strap yourselves in and hold
0: on to your butts it's thunderquack time hello and welcome back to the thunderquack podcast the official podcast of thunderquack.com which you can get early every tuesday over at patreon.com/thunderquack or you can wait and get it late I forgot about our Patreon producers. I don't care. I'm not I'm not doing this again. Um, I'm not doing it again. Our Patreon producers are Brian Murowski and JJ Samuel. You guys know that. Or you can wait and get it late over on podcast services across the galaxy, whatever, on Fridays. That's <laughs> that's the thing. Whatever. You guys know what it is. Anyway, yeah. I don't need to say it the same every single time.
1: That's Come fair. On. That's fair.
0: It's I'm... my birthday. I can do what I want.
1: Oh, I like it. Um I'm also I'm i I'm a man of just for people oh yeah, committed. I'm
0: one of your hosts, Michael Cohen,
1: and yeah. I'm your other host, Amanda Konkin. I feel like <laughs> I shouldn't say your other host. It it like I feel like there's a better way for me to not undermine myself every time I introduce myself
0: on Thunder. Oh really? Because I was I was gonna I thought you were gonna say like because because like I'm really not a host. I'm just a co-host. Oh Let's
1: come on, thanks.
0: <laughs> well, Should I say? I mean, I mean, I
1: feel like it would be better for me to say, and I'm. Yeah, I would. I I could say. Uh, and I'm your co-host Amanda Konkin. That sounds better than your other host. Yeah. So, it's all good. I
0: it's it's okay. So like like Regis and Kathy Lee, they both hosted, right? Okay. Right. They were both the host of of Live with Regis and Kathy Lee, and and even later on with Regis and Kelly, like they they were both hosting. Yes. Right. But like conan and and uh, uh what's his sidekick i, I had it i'm when not I your
1: sidekick this. on this podcast. i know you're not
0: though. my sidekick but i'm just saying like like conan is doing the heavy lifting he's the one who brings the 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 you know like and i bring the topics i i edit the podcast i you know
1: that's true i mean the editing is a producer duty and like a yes. like a production duty not necessarily a hosting duty I but, feel like
0: but within the context of podcasting, like that's, that's usually, that's fair. That's usually the situation. That's true. You know,
1: um, I do. Uh, if I, yeah, I could. I mean, I, I presented a topic for us to talk about today, and it just wasn't very substantive. So we just. <laughs>
0: are not. It's true. So. It's true. I mean, like, go ahead, go ahead. Like, like, present it.
1: I mean, I don't know. We'll do. We'll just ch- chit chat about it because yeah. I don't know much about the Eternals. And I, but I've been hearing about the Eternals for a while now.
0: Nobody does.
1: Nobody. The people in the Eternals Eternals
0: don't know anything about the Eternals. Really?
1: Okay. Because it seems like it's, it seems like it's a big part of the, like of MCU lore. Like it.
0: No, it's not. It's not. Like, let, let let me be super clear about one thing. Okay. Curtis will try and tell you that it is. (laughs) He'll be like, oh, here's the epic (laughs) collections to go listen, to go read. And then listen to these episodes of the Epic Marvel Podcast, right? Like, he'll try and tell you that, like, oh, yeah, no, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. It's just, like, people will try and tell you, like, oh, yeah, Fourth World in DC. Super important. Super important. Dark Darkseid? Uh, yeah. The New Gods? Oh, so super important. Jack Kirby. Super important. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Okay. None of it's important. And the Eternals are, like, the same thing for Marvel. It's, it, like, like like Thanos is, uh, the, is an Eternal. Like that's the we'll learn some of this stuff right in the movie. But like the Eternals are not important in the Marvel universe. The Eternals have been around for a long time. The Eternals are a thing that exists <laughs> like they definitely. But nobody cares. Nobody's favorite characters are the Eternals. You know what I mean? Like like this is so, yeah. this this is very much Guardians of the Galaxy again except that like guardians of the galaxy at a, like in, in one point in time, like, like you could, you, you could find people of a certain generation who are like, Oh yeah. Guardians of the galaxy is what got me into Marvel comics. Yeah. I think you would be very hard pressed to find somebody who was like the eternals is what I showed up for. Right. Right. And then, and then I got into Spider-Man and the X-Men and it's like, no, 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 no. The eternals is just, it's, it's Marvel studios attempting to once again pull from the D list and make something out of nothing, which they will because the movie looks phenomenal. The trailer, the gut, like there's it, nothing looks- to talk about with this trailer, but like it looks beautiful. The tone is incredible. The, the cast humor in is it. Great. Like, yeah, the cast is mind blowingly good. Yeah. It's going to be a fantastic movie. I'm not discounting that, but like, Anybody who tries to do the gatekeeper thing in the next six months—and it's not even six months; it's November, right? So it's what, like, five months away.
1: Oh wow! I guess so. Hey,
0: like anybody, anybody who tries to do the gatekeeper thing of like, oh yeah, man, I read the Eternals comics back in the day. It's like, <laughs> no, you didn't. You're full of it. Uh, you don't. You have not been waiting for this movie the entire time. That you're, you are trying to be a Marvel hipster and i won't stand for it i'm not gonna allow it don't bring that nonsense here actually as a matter of fact like
1: gatekeeping i feel like you gatekeep a lot
0: well no i'm saying that the gatekeeping is nonsense like don't like 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 i it's it's the, the people who say that stuff are the hipster gatekeepers they're the ones who are trying to be like you don't know who the eternals are well let me tell you and it's like you read that on wikipedia You got a, you got a subscription to Marvel Unlimited and you read all of the old boring Eternals comics. Good for you. Congratulations. You did it. So, and they did it so that they could be like, look, there are, there, there are a handful of people that are going to be the exceptions that prove this rule. Curtis Finley is one of those exceptions. (laughs) Like Curtis legitimately likes old comic books. He's wrong for liking old comic books. Like they're, They're boring and lame. They're boring and lame compared to modern stuff. Like the storytelling tropes are, are, are very, very tired, right? They're foundational. They're important. They're part of the fundamentals of comics. We wouldn't be where we are today if it weren't for the sixties and seventies. Right. But, but like going, they it's, it's rough to read some of those comics, right? There are exceptions, but it's rough. Like pick up a 1940s or a 1950s Superman comic one issue and try and get through that issue it's like the art form was new they were figuring it out there's some stuff in there that's important if you want to know your history but like don't try and come at me and say that like the storytelling back then was better like that's that that's that like i i citizen kane is the best movie of all time sort of nonsense it's like no citizen kane is one of the most important films of all time agreed is it one of the best movies ever made no no the shawshank redemption is one of the best movies ever made
1: i have right? seen shawshank and i have not seen citizen kane
0: i have seen citizen kane i have seen shawshank redemption i've seen a lot of things cuz i went to it's, film school right and i was forced King,
1: to the one about the sled
0: rosebud yes yeah. spoilers uh the the, the rosebud is, and like like that's exactly it rosebud is the first that's the first ever spoiler, right? I
1: guess so. I but mean, now, the first like, ever spoiler like, is I, three days later, Jesus nothing. rises
0: from the dead, right? Yeah. But like,
1: I know nothing about Citizen Kane. I know nothing. I don't know what the movie is about. I know yeah. nothing, but I do know about Rosebud.
0: It's the the that's, movie that's Citizen it. Kane. The movie Citizen Kane is about Citizen Kane, like the title character, right? And 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 it's about like a life lived in pursuit of like like wealth and uh uh, like like success and prosperity and all of that sort of thing and then on his deathbed he says rosebud and he drops the snow globe right and it shatters and then like that's the beginning of the movie and then you and then it goes back and it goes through his whole life and it and at the end of the day Like, all of that other stuff, everything else in his life, everything that he accomplished, he's this wealthy man who dies in this, like, fabulous mansion sort of thing. Like, Like, it's like none of that mattered because he was never happier in his entire life than with that sled.
1: Like, it's like tearing right? me. It's like me no trip. it's like Aww. like
0: i'm not saying that that citizen kane is a bad movie like it's not like and the story is a good story but like, the reason why citizen kane is called like one of the greatest movies of all time is because citizen kane was the first time that a film stepped outside of like hey look at this we took a bunch of photographs in sequence and then we put a song to it Right. right, right. like citizen yeah. kane was like hey we're going to make you feel emotions other than humor other than other than laughter right um and it and it took you on a roller coaster of like there's there's humor in it there's it's it's sad it's melancholy there's ennui. like it's like it's a it's a film it's like it's the first film right, right. so it's important it's foundational it we wouldn't have movies as we know them today without citizen kane going first something else would have done it Eventually, right? Means but Citizen Kane first, is yeah. what did it, so it's important, right? It's just like I, I on the waterfront, right? Uh, Marlon Brando. It's super important. It's it's a, it's a very slow, very boring movie about unions. <laughs> That's what it's about. Oh, okay. But it, but again, like it's an important movie, and if you study film, it's the sort of movie that you should watch, um, because it, like, it takes what Citizen Kane established of like, we're going to tell a story and then it goes, okay, like we're actually going to focus on performance. The cinematography isn't going to be, isn't going to be dictated by the setting or the surroundings. It's the cinematography is actually going to be dictated by the performance of the actor. Right. And, and like that, like Marlon Brando's performance in on the waterfront is the first time in a movie really that it was like like we're stepping out of again we're stepping out of i uh, i you know like like humphrey bogart and like 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 that sort of like heightened sort of thing into like like oh man this is like a real person with a real story right like real like like it's dramatic and not melodramatic whereas like everything before that was kind of like more like a stage play it was heightened right right and it, it, it progressed things forward. Is it like, I don't know. I mean, like, a, you could make an argument. It Because like, On the Waterfront is a pretty fantastic movie. It's it's not as bad as going back to try and watch Citizen Kane, which is super long and very slow. And, like, they didn't know what they were doing yet. Right? It was, the, it was kind of the first time that somebody did that. All of that to say, going back, comics in the... 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s it's like like as we go we're figuring it out i i also think that there's there's a lot less to choose from back then i uh, as much as like there were a lot of comics it's not like today where i think we are inundated with like, you
1: like get everything yeah, new comic, comic book, book day everything. is like
0: yeah every wednesday it's like hundreds of comics every wednesday yeah. <laughs> right of new issues And there's something for everybody, and there's a lot of just uh, uh, hamster cage liners in there. Like, just (laughs) shred that right now, because the most useful it's going to be is for a hamster to poop on. I, I, not to you know denigrate the people who are working hard on those things, but like, there's a lot of really, really garbage comics. Uh, I, I, for one, would rather have less comics of higher quality than the being inundated and I'm talking mostly about Marvel and DC where they're just kind of shoveling that stuff out um, because it's about numbers for them. Cause, cause this is the dynamic that a lot of people don't understand with comic books. Like it's for with Marvel and DC specifically, there are collectors and those collectors buy everything because they've always bought everything because they started collecting in an age of like, Hey, this could be worth something someday. None of it will ever be worth anything. But like, like, th- like there's a diamond in the rough every so often. They're like, Hey, that comic actually ends up being worth something. None of the mass market uh, uh, floppy issues are going to be worth anything ever because they're printing thousands of them and everybody's putting them in bags and boards and taking really good care of them. Um, it's just making me feel like I should just stop. I should just stop caring about them like that. Like they're just <laughs> stories. I'm not going to sell my collection one day. I got to knock it off. Anyways, (laughs) I, I, the whole game with Marvel and DC is let's put out as many books as we can until the point where we see sales start to decrease. And then what we'll do is we'll do a soft reboot of the universe. And now we'll start back at number ones. Again, we'll only do 20 books. (laughs) And then slowly it's like, it's like we're in 20 books, three X-Men books tops. Three. Three X-Men stories tops. Okay, guys? Like, X-Men, it always gets out of control, guys. We gotta take it back. It's gotta be simple. Nobody can follow these storylines. Spider-Man only needs one book. Okay, two books. Spider-Man needs two books. Okay, a month. Because, like, because like people don't want to wait a whole month for another Spider-Man story. So we can have two. We can have Amazing Spider-Man and Spectacular Spider-Man. That's fine. That's fine. We'll add Web of Spider-Man in six months. Don't worry about it. I... And then by the time that it gets out of control, it's like, Oh, you've got X-Men, you've got uncanny X-Men, you've got the irascible X-Men, you've got the unbelievably cool X-Men, you've got Excalibur, you've got X-Force, you've got like, and it's like by the time that they, they get out of control, which is where they're at right now with the X-Men, it's like, we've got Cable and Deadpool as their own series, but you need to be reading it because, you know, like in three months, we're going to do a big crossover where the Phoenix comes back. And what Cable and Deadpool are doing is actually really, really important for that story so if you're not reading that book you're going to be totally lost so you better you better be reading all of the books all of the time but also there's a bunch of people who don't even read the books they just buy them and then they just put them in a box and then they just sit in a box that's
1: so useful
0: it's like, incredibly useful, but they're collectors yeah. they don't care right. about the stories they care right. about the collecting right. right they'll read the stories on a in a summary on Wikipedia or something like that or you know somebody'll do a review and that's all they need to care about. Right. they get everything they need to know from the cover uh, of which they're gonna buy five variants of the cover uh, anyways comics are dumb comic books are stupid uh, there's a reason why the industry is always on its last legs and it's because of nonsense like this i i the people who publish comics don't care about stories (laughs) for the most part um i yeah they 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 care about keeping those numbers up you gotta keep those numbers up it's all about the numbers and it's like all of that to say go support your local comic shop and there are a lot of really cool comic books out there to read but um as somebody who reads comic books on a regular basis like I don't know. Every third comic book that I read is just, I just wish that I could get that 15 minutes back. I,
1: see, that's I, not, that's not good. I don't know. I just, so while you've been on your little like Yeah p- mini rant about collecting comic books, I have been reading up on the Eternals. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know anything about it, but the cat. So we already talked up about the cast a little bit, but like Kit, it's going to be cool to see Kit Harington and Richard Madden in something like Epic again, since um, Game of Thrones Days, um, which is cool. Um, I don't know how big a role Kit Harrington actually has, because when I look at the name of his character, I can't see it in anything that's an Eternals breakdown. But um, so I wanna talk about Chloe Zhao for a little bit though, because did we have we talked about Nomad Land at all on this or her at all?
0: I, well, I mean, like I can't really talk about Nomad Land because I haven't watched it, I don't even know what's it about. what it's okay, about,
1: so. okay, yeah, so I didn't know it's on Disney plus. So if you have so yeah. this is why I watched it because I heard about it, and then I was like, well, maybe I should watch this. And I it's just so fascinating to me that this happens where there's these directors that I'm like, what have these directors done? And it's like they do four things and then a Marvel movie. And it's kind of like, yeah. okay, what what is it about these directors that just like it's like what how like, how does that happen anyways I can tell I watched Nomadland to just be like what is this all about and I'm like oh I get it um she's a fantastic director yeah. and um so it um Nomadland is uh what's the what's the actress it's the three Billings billboards out of outside of ebbing yeah Missouri that that um, actress uh, yeah uh, Fargo yeah. Far- yeah I know yeah. I know
0: he, I I had it when you Francis, st- first Francis, said Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. yeah Yeah.
1: Um, and it's basically about, so Frances McDormand, uh, her husband passed away and she lived in a town that became basically a ghost town. And so she's poor and in her older years and she decided she basically, um, lives out of a van and it's like about like a van culture and like living. A, and it's just like this really interesting deconstruction of like, uh, Like what it means to like capitalists live in a capitalist society and then also fit in and like the, the actors in it are people that actually live that lifestyle. Like there are some people because it's based on a book. So the, the two things that give me a lot of hope for Eternals is that so, so, um, some of the work, I'm not familiar with all of the work that she has done, but Chloe, Zao tends to write and direct stuff, and she works really closely with the actors to create the story. Like it, so the the Nomad Land is based on a book, and in the book, it was interviewing people that were part of this culture. And anyways, there are people from that book that are actually in this movie as they act as themselves. And it it was about halfway through that I was like, I wonder if these are real people because they it. It, it works really well, and it and that there's a there's an art and a beauty to that to to put Frances McDormand as the actor and have her play off of these people and elevate absolutely everything about the story. But it also has this really visceral quality to it because it's all, it's like documentary-esque, but but it's not at all a document. It's not at all sorry. Documentary is probably the wrong word, but like really raw, I guess is the word that I'm looking for. Um, but then the, now that I'm just reading up a little bit, like it seems like she has a lot of in- insight um into this script as well for Eternals and I'm now just in just in these like last 10 minutes that I've been sort of reading up about this I'm like well she would have done she probably would have done that as well like taken her own flavors of like what makes her a great director but then also all of the influences of somebody who actually sounds like she was a fan of the MCU and of comic books and she ha- she is like quoting like her her um love of manga and like things like that to actually create a story that is going to be about something and mm. I just think that that's really cool. And then the visuals, like you already can see in the trailer. Like the trailer might not be about much, but you can see that there's visuals. So if she even does half of what she can do with Nomadland in terms of actually making the actors, like yeah. making the story about something, I'm, I don't know. I'm quite excited. For yeah, it I, like, it's, I
0: it it is it interesting because because we're at a point. And I mean, like they 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 actually, they they intimate it in the in the trailer itself because it ends with them. Sitting around the table and they're having their conversation, like so. With Captain Rogers and Iron Man gone, who's going to lead the Avengers? Right. And then, and then he's like, "Oh, maybe, uh, not maybe." He just says, "I could lead the." Yeah. And, and that's that's laughs.
1: Icarus, right? Is that who he plays? Yeah.
0: I uh, and I, I like the, the joke there. The meta joke on top of the joke inside it is everybody laughing at him. Right? He's right. like kind of the most hero heroish of yeah. them. I. Uh, I, the meta joke is that the eternals are actually like there's a reason why it's the second movie. Right? Why because we're getting a flashback with with um uh Black Widow right. to before Infinity War. Right. And then the next movie we were supposed to get was Eternals. Right. Because Eternals is going to set up the next era yeah. of it was going to set up the next era of, of, um, of the MCU. So it was going to be originally, this is what the slate should have been. Right. And, and it's very telling what it was going to be black widow flashback. And then Falcon and winter soldier, which now that we're sort of on the other side of that, we can talk about, it's like, you know, was obviously about, about reckoning with, with, with cap being gone and, and Sam becoming the new captain America. Right. Um, which is very familiar stuff. And then the next thing would have it would have been actually like really close together would have been Eternals and then Wandavision. Right. Which all of a sudden is this weird left turn into mythical, uh, legendary and and weird magic stuff. Right? Like now we're 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 suddenly like getting out of like our familiar uh, paramilitary mcu which is where we spent a lot of time right uh since phase one right iron man captain america uh the avengers all of, all of the other captain america movies right like 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 we've uh, even ant-man to a degree it's like it's all very like like shield hydra blah 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 terrestrial stuff obviously we get into the Guardians, we get into thor we get into say uh, infinity war and endgame which start to take us into like the cosmic space stuff but dr strange is really the only time that we've gone like hey let's get funky with magic let's get yeah. weird yeah. right and even Doctor Strange played it very safe. The weirdest we really got was Mirror Universe. I mean, like, we get the sequence where he goes through all of the realms, right? Where he goes through every every oh, universe yeah. sort of thing yeah, yeah. in the multiverse. Uh, but mostly we got Mirror and then we got the dark, uh, like, not dark, um, like, Dormammu's realm, right?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Where Man, everything's I re- all weird I want to re-watch, pulsing.
1: I should rewatch oh, dude, Doctor Oh,
0: dude, rewatch yeah. Doctor Strange as often as possible because so it's so good. It's such a great movie. It, hey, you remember I hated Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Before. Yeah, yeah. And then Doctor Strange turned me around on Benedict Cumberbatch. So I still think he's ridiculous for his performance as smog, like the the being in the pajamas and pretending yeah. he's a dragon, but whatever. <laughs> Actors are weird. But Eternals would have been like in, in that place in time if we had gotten it last November, uh, would have been like this, like, oh hey, let's let's start to see this the Marvel universe from a different perspective and then we would have gotten wandavision after that which would have been like hey like let's crank the weird up to 11 with a character we're familiar with right leading into multiverse and spider-man no way home right like which which would have been dr strange would have come out before i uh, because uh, dr strange would have been i want to say dr strange was would have been this may really is that right Holy. Yeah, because it would have been Shang-Chi would have been February, which we're now getting in September. We're getting it before the That's Eternals. But like here's the thing with Shang with Shang-Chi is that Shang-Chi is is also weird, mythical, Doctor Strange type stuff. Oh, okay. I don't think that people are ready for that yet. They're thinking <laughs> that it's gonna be more like Thor. But but I it's not going to be it's going to it's like it's going to be like it's going to be about like chi and energy flow and like 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 kung fu stuff, but like mythical kung fu stuff. And we saw those little bits in the trailer that I'm like, oh, I'm I'm even more excited than I was before because like they're going to go there. They're going to crank that up to 11 with the because sometimes Shang-Chi stories are more like just sort of like straight up Bruce Lee kung fu stories where he just knows every martial art like that's his thing (laughs) but this is like no no he's got superpowers he's he's you know he's gonna be one of the main Avengers moving forward Um, so yeah like we got we got a bunch of like weird magic multiverse stuff going on in this phase Um, and Eternals is gonna is gonna be a really big part of that so um, yeah I but the trailer the trailer gives a little bit of that but again like the visual language of it and stuff that we've seen so far is very thor-ish um it
1: is they're very much leaning to that in the in the advertising
0: i would say to everywhere like buckle up it's gonna get weird this stuff's gonna get weird like like look at wandavision and how weird wandavision got with its concepts like how and when i say weird i mean like out there like like complex right of like Wanda created a a world with her grief, right? Like she right. like yeah, was yeah, vision yeah. real or wasn't he? Were her children real or weren't they, right? Like like we were we had to uh, the ship of Theseus stuff, right? Like we had to ask ourselves yeah. some very metaphysical, very like like out there uh, spiritualistic questions while watching a show about sitcoms. <laughs> right like like they right. they, they went to right. a weird place and eternals i think is going to also go to a weird place with like with them having lived for thousands of years and basically uh affected the course of humanity uh from day one Like, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a wonky movie it's gonna be i don't know i don't know how much of it you know people are gonna dig it's gonna be interesting to see what the reaction is but the the other part of it is that they they are hiding the action stuff from us um because it's it's in there like it like it's not like it's just gonna be like this weird uh uh like terrence malick (laughs) like like (laughs) type of movie right it's not it's going to be a marvel movie there will be punching and fighting like there will be explosions but um but i like how they're presenting it right now is like this is gonna be like the most artsy fartsy marvel movie ever and it's like it'll it will it probably will be (laughs) but it also will still be very much a marvel movie like don't worry
1: about it oh yeah there's there's gonna be i um i it's i keep having these moments where um i look up people on like the internet, and be like, wow, they're so much younger than I thought they were. And uh, Simulu is uh, born in '89, man, he's younger than yeah. my sister, II, <laughs> makes yeah. me so sad. <laughs> Anyways, that she's my limit test through which I, I leave all things. I was watching, oh, I was watching Ginny, this something similar happened, but it wasn't as it wasn't necessarily about um, age, but um, I was watching Ginny and Georgia on netflix Mm -hmm. um and there's an actor that i was like this actor is great i would like to follow them on instagram and by great i mean good looking um it turns out i already follow them on instagram so it was like oh weird i was like oh i guess i had had that thought previously but i like don't know i don't know where i don't know where i've seen him maybe uh, he just was i don't know anyways it was a that's my those but i was relaying that story and somebody was like what did you find out that they were so much younger than you and i was like oh yeah no they were also very much younger than me so it's like i always yeah keep following people that are just like so much younger than it, me and
0: yeah ugh. anyways i think i think i think the key like the, the 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 place that you have to look at it from if you want to feel bad about yourself is <laughs> to go when i was 18 how old were they
1: oh oh no why would you do that <laughs> Yeah. why would i do that to myself yeah that's actually um, i get that so the tom holland uh uh lip sync video to umbrella yeah. comes up yeah. all the time on yeah. like when i'm watching youtube it's just like always like after i watch a couple of videos it's it's always in the recommendations cuz i almost always watch it cuz it's just so fun but i have a hard time because tom holland is so young and i'm like i really should i he should not be somebody that's presented to me in any sort of sexualized way. And I'm worried because he's coming out as Nathan Drake. And yeah. even though I have nothing to do with video games, I do know enough to know that I think that Nathan Drake is a rather sexy video game character. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. But it is, but it's like weird where like I was, I was also thinking, oh, I know what made me think of this. Because BTS's song Butter came out this week. Um, And as somebody who likes Korean drama, I feel like I should like BTS because they're really popular right now and they're making Korea like stand out on a national stage. But I don't know BTS. Like they're not a band that I ever listened to because I liked Korean like pop music 10 years ago. (laughs) Like, well, actually maybe not that long, But, but the bands that I liked are the guys that are now in their 30s and BTS is not. They are super young. Or at least, I mean, I haven't really looked that much into it. But, like, I've I've seen them and they look very young. So I'm kind of like, yeah. I don't think that I should be trying very hard to, like, sexualize these, like, young kids. But I very much do that with the pop music that I liked at the time. And I'm like, but if I watch the old, like, Big Bang music videos, because um, that was the K-pop band that I really like and they're in my age bracket they were the same age as BTS is now in a lot of these music videos. So I'm kind of like, well, what is that about? Like how you, how you like age yourself. And then you like recognize, like we talked about this before when I watched Dirty Dancing Havana nights with Diego Luna, who was like really young. And I was like, Ooh, that's a little too young for me to be sexually attracted to. But because I knew him as the older version of him, I felt like it was okay. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just like a thing that I'm now having to really think about in my, in my thirties. And probably because I was watching Ginny and Georgia, and I was very proud of myself that I wasn't attracted to any of the young people. And it was the, it was the, it was like the first, when I I didn't have that realization until afterwards, where I was like, because the people I was finding on Instagram were the characters that are the mom's love interests. Like one of them was the one that I fought, like. I looked up and I was like, oh boy, this guy is three years younger than me, and he's playing the mom's love interest. Ah, anyways, it just was a thing that I'm like. I'm just so old. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I had this realization. I mean, like having kids, I think makes it even more so. It's it's easier to, to see it happening. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, like you, you are you are in your weird, uh, perpetual late twenties right? stasis bubble. <laughs> yes. Um, which I, which which I hate you for. <laughs> um, but when you have kids and then you're watching episodes of Boy Meets World. And you find yourself definitely hardcore relating more to Alan Matthews than Corey Matthews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, no, I've, 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 I've crossed the Rubicon. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's over for me. I'm, I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> Fly, you fools. Like that's, it's, it's, it's done. It's done. There's no, there's no hope for me. I think I should um, start
1: watching Golden Girls. Maybe it'll make me <laughs>
0: feel better. Yeah, there you go. Because I've never seen. Hey. Uh, look, when I was like eight years old, I loved Golden Girls. It was yeah. like one of my favorite yeah, I shows. We so.
1: love Golden Girls, and I've just never. Yes, I've just never watched
0: Golden it. Girls. is just it's just a great television show. It doesn't matter that it's dated. It doesn't matter that it was the the eighties slash nineties. It doesn't matter, I mm. uh, I what age you are now or yeah. then. Uh, yeah. It's just good television. It's just good television. And then. Um,
1: I, it doesn't help with the age thing, but it is somewhat nice to watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia just because, if nothing else, they, it is got to be the worst depiction of human beings that it currently exists in popular culture. I feel like, like, just... I
0: feel like you're stealing from my recent tweets as I've just started watching It's Always Sunny. Oh, really? And, and I <laughs> tweeted that my favorite thing about this show is watching it and feeling much better about myself as a person because <laughs> they're just the worst. Um, they're awful. I... I like to think I like to think that that it's always sunny and community are in the same universe. There's yeah, nothing that connects yeah. them.
1: There's right. Nothing, no. But except
0: but- except tone. They're both absurd and meta. <laughs> yeah. And and the difference is that like in It's Always Sunny, you have. How many of them are there? There's five of them. Yeah. You yeah, have think- five Jeffs right yes
1: that's the yes because as opposed to at least in community you can find somebody somewhat okay to relate in
0: community it's about like jeff is a character from it's always sunny yeah (laughs) who goes he he ends up at greendale and the people that he surrounds himself with end up transforming him into a better person that's what that story is about it's about his journey into becoming a, a, a fully rounded and fully realized human being that you know like that can have relationships and and you know be a part of a community right but it's always sunny is the opposite where like (laughs) everybody that comes into their sphere and i'm i'm only on like season three i think so so don't spoil anything for me no it's all good
1: i've only watched it sporadically so i i i love it cricket
0: who i when they, when he comes back into their sphere, who's like a, one of their friends from high school, it's like they meet him again when he's a priest. And at the point that I'm at now, he's a homeless crack addict that is like bent on revenge against the gang, except for Sweet D, who he's still in love with and will do anything for, despite the fact that she s- literally steps on him at times. Right. Like, and it's like, it's exactly the opposite of like, anybody who gets caught in their orbit is made less by virtue of just being near them. Like it just, it, they just, they just eat people's souls and spit out husks of human beings. And I love it. It's, it's a fantastic television program and I'm having so much fun watching it. Um,
1: I, it's um, so good.
0: It's so good.
1: I actually, it just came onto my radar again. Cause I haven't watched it in a while, um it's, it's on, on disney a, plus on that's disney why, plus. why i'm watching yeah, no it's it, on right disney plus well so, like i'd watched a couple episodes yeah. and i just was going into random episodes every now and then um so i've never watched it all the way through but every once in a while i'll watch like the same episodes that i've seen but i i watched um under a rock with tig notaro because i get into youtube holes and it's one of the things that was like advertised to me and the the main guy from it's always sunny who's like th- like the co-creator was one of the people that she interviewed and I didn't realize that he like made it like I didn't know that I thought that it was just a show that he was on but then watching going back and watching the very first few episodes and being like oh wow this was a show that was it was just like these guys wanting to make something and that's like as somebody who lives in a world where I have a lot of friends that just want to make stuff it's like a weird Actually, I had this, sorry to say, this podcast is going all over the place today, but I had this conversation yesterday. I went, I met a friend, uh, I met up with a friend for a walk and we went to get Korean tacos to eat on the seawall and, uh, we were just like chit-chatting and, um, oh my gosh, it fell out of my brain.
0: What I was going to say. What was I saying? Second time tonight.
1: That's Did you forget to take
0: your brain medication?
1: I think so. (laughs) oh my gosh oh yes no okay we were talking about how um or i was lamenting about how i don't know anybody in professions that are not like film people or baristas like i really like honestly like my like all of my social circle are people that are like in creative industries and it's like how do i not know at least one doctor or like one accountant or like well and i just was like this sort of weird i don't know like you just sort of surround yeah. yourself by people that are always doing the same. So anyway, so I in like, my brain, it feels like yeah. everybody's always trying to do a show. And I just thought that, that was cool, but it's always funny.
0: I like to say that my friends are all deadbeats. Um, <laughs> sure. And that's the same thing. They're creatives, creatives. creatives. They're all creatives but they're deadbeats. Like none of them have real jobs. They're all, they all live in like one bedroom apartments and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's, hey, it's, I have it's, a
1: real job and live in a one bedroom apartment. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> it's I, I it's weird to be like the guy who like works a 9 to 5 office job and I uh, like in an industry that I don't care about and like I just I just cash the check. But it's
1: creative. You at least are a corporate.
0: It is it is creative. Yeah, yeah. No, I found a way to do it, but I also like it's it's also a corporate like
1: Yeah. Office I'm a corporate job. shill. So there's many days where yeah. I come out of it and I'm kind of like, "Oh."
0: Yeah. yeah and 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 i've got the i've got the like we own a house and and two cars and i've got kids and like yeah Yeah. you know like it you're
1: my adulting friend mike
0: (laughs) yeah exactly and i mean like you say that i'm sitting in a room surrounded by toys and comic books but it's fine um but yeah like like it's it's always like a very weird thing because then like i turn around and it's like Cause, cause people like, oh, you know, like, oh, like who in your network can like help you advance, can help you like get the, get a better job or whatever, you know, like, like move forward in your career. And then I look around and I go like, oh, I am that to other people. Yeah. Like, cause I have, cause like I've given, I like, I've gotten people like contracts and stuff like that and, and, and that sort of, and, but like, it's funny because it's like, it's, it's the, it's the, you know, like there, there's an asshole in every group. If you look around and you don't see the asshole, it's you. <laughs> it's like, it, it's like that. But, but with like, I, I, I guess this is a bit of a humble brag, but that's okay. Uh uh, it is very much the, like, the, like, oh man, like, cause, cause I don't see myself that way. Right. Like I see myself as the, as like, man, like it's imposter syndrome of like, of like, ah, oh, like I wish that I was doing more. I wish that I was more successful. I wish I made more money, had a bigger house, had nicer cars instead of just two of them, but like two nicer ones. Right. Like, like, oh, I wish I could afford a Tesla. I wish I could buy a brand oh, new Corvette. Right. So Stupid stuff like that. It's none of it matters. Um, and i wouldn't do it anyways i would still buy a nice reliable toyota i i maybe i'd upgrade to a lexus because it's basically a toyota with a a bigger price tag but it's even there i'm saying it i wouldn't it's dumb it's dumb to buy a lexus just buy a toyota i they're literally made in the same factories they are the same frame of vehicle it's literally it's just a it's like buying that stupid Gucci bag because it, it's got the logos on it. And it's like, it's not nicer than the bag that doesn't, but whatever. I
1: want Louboutins so badly and I don't even like high heels. Like I'm like, I, I would that, get some that
0: that of Is that the red Yeah, the soul? red sole ones. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And you want them just because like if somebody's on a just talk show and they put their foot up right, and they've got like, the red oh sole, then there's an article about it the Louboutins. next day, right? Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. But also, Dump. it would make me feel. It would make me feel glamorous, yeah, and I don't. I don't sure. often feel glamorous, so I will one I, day. Knowing have a Tesla and Louboutins. That's
0: knowing like the goodness. way that you dress on a regular basis, and <laughs> certainly the way that you dress when you come to my house, <laughs> I, I, which is to say that Amanda doesn't own clothes so much as she owns fabric that she just wraps around her body um a lot of scarves Amanda has a lot of scarves
1: I am wearing a scarf right now yeah Yeah.
0: um it would be hilarious to me to see you wrapped in your in your uh four or five scarves um and then and then like the most expensive shoes on the planet on your feet like
1: high heels so I have actually I have a very strong opinion about shoes That is often, this is like similar to how people don't think that I have an opinion about cars, but I do have opinions about cars and I have opinions about shoes. And it's like fundamentally, I believe that shoes dictate everything else about your wardrobe. And as somebody that lives in Vancouver, I think about shoes every day and it's been so freeing for the last year to not be going anywhere. So I get to wear whatever I want to wear, but it also has made me realize just how much, like, there's a reason why I like my summer wardrobe better because I'm not limited by the shoes that I'm wearing to keep my feet warm and dry. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I would rise to the occasion of Vuitton.
0: You know who doesn't care about that? People that drive from their... Either their their attached garage, yes, or underground parking to
1: their under to
0: their job where they have a parking spot that is also covered or underground. There's
1: there's a thing where it's like I've I think about this a lot, right? About like how and they have
0: those people always have nice shoes.
1: You you have nice shoes because you can. There's the other things in your life dictate and like like facilitate that, right? Like if I didn't have to walk, then I could wear heels because I don't. I have like
0: I have nice shoes. Yeah. right like I have, I have a few pairs of like like i have some like steve madden i i i like dress shoes right which steve madden like not the fanciest but still you're talking about like 200 dollars for a pair of shoes um for a pair of dress shoes right like as opposed to the 70 or 80 dollars that i would spend on a pair of adidas sneakers right um but i never they never get worn they get worn like like i'm maybe maybe if i decide to wear something fancy on christmas eve right (laughs) to go to church yeah yeah. maybe maybe yeah i'll probably just wear my my uh much more comfortable fancy leather shoes from spring uh (laughs) because they're slip-ons i don't have the tiny laces um but yeah no i it is funny because i i do sort of subscribe to the theory of like if you everything you need to know about a person you can tell from the shoes that they're wearing but then i look at my shoes and i go like oh what do people think about me yeah (laughs) because my shoes are i i don't i mean most of the time i'm wearing a pair of adidas sneakers but but also like i have vessies which if you live in, i I
1: just bought vessies dude literally like they just arrived uh on friday
0: they're awful they're terrible but they're very comfortable
1: oh Uh, what do you mean they're terrible
0: Oh, just like, you know, it's like, oh, these are high quality shoes that are totally waterproof. And it's like, yeah, eventually they won't be waterproof anymore because the heel, the heel is going to separate from the sole. and Yes, but uh, they are quite waterproof,
1: which is nice. They are quite waterproof. When
0: you first buy them, they are. Yes, 100%. That's, 100%. that's what I'm,
1: and I'm, I, yeah, I just, I, I feel like. I want and they're to very
0: comfortable. They're very very comfortable. Like they're the shoe and they're slip on, so they're the shoes that I wear the most often, because it's like, well, I'm just gonna slip those on my feet. And also, it's raining today. Yeah. Um. But but but, see, uh,
1: like, yeah, yeah. if you didn't have to worry about that, and if I could take taxis everywhere, and if I could like, there's a certain amount. There's a reason why people with money wear nicer shoes, and it's because nicer clothes in general, nicer clothes. Because it's just like there's also less. Like I sweat a lot because I move around, and so I can only wear a certain like I my clothes are dictated by like the way that I live my life, right? Which I feel is, anyways. Yeah. That's a-
0: Also, also, have you ever noticed that that more expensive clothes don't last as long?
1: I actually have not. I am very much a proponent of uh, more expensive clothes. And I know that I'm not, like it, it might be, maybe like even more expensive clothes are worse, but like yeah. I've, I've started buying, like I used to buy really like fast fashion, really garbage like t-shirts that were like, Two dollars, yeah, yeah, yeah. but now I'm I'm spending more money on basic things and they're better. Like, it just, might be different
0: like, for for men's clothes over women's clothes, but like if I buy, it might be, yeah so there's the three steps of 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 the Gap, right? You've got Old Navy, the Gap, and Banana Republic. They're all Great. the same company. Yeah, yeah. And the clothes are almost always identical. Of yeah. like, you can get the same V neck, like sweater, like 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 knit sweater. At all three stores at a certain yeah. time of year, right? Yeah. And maybe in different colors, but usually in the same-ish colors. Like, like you can get the same burgundy V-neck sweater at all three stores. The one that I buy at mm-hmm. Old Navy will last five years of, like, wearing it every few days. Like, once mm-hmm. a week, basically. The one from The Gap might last me two seasons, like two winters. Oh the one from banana Republic will get pilly and, and look awful by the end of that season to the it and, and it'll stretch out and it'll never go back to its, to its original shape. Like, like it just, and I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just washing them wrong or I don't know. I mean, like I follow the instructions on the label, right. right. But, and like yeah. hang to dry and stuff like that, but it's, it doesn't matter for me. It's like, like and I don't know maybe that's just a men's men's clothing thing that's it, different.
1: I mean, it but, might be not that I mean those all because they're at similar companies, like I don't know what to speak to that like yeah. there might be something about that, but I mean, like there's there's certain types or things or or yeah. or styles by are, by the way,
0: yeah. like you'll pay at old Navy, you'll pay maybe if you're paying full price, you'll pay thirty dollars for that sweater, but don't pay full price. you get that sweater for fifteen bucks, yeah, right yes, yeah. At the Gap, you're gonna pay seventy dollars for it, maybe even eighty or ninety if it's like depending on what time of year it is. Again, don't pay full price for anything at the Gap; you can get that for half price. And then at Banana Republic, you're gonna pay over a hundred and twenty dollars for that. For it's the same sweater, like like in terms of looks, in terms of the way that it looks to other people, it's exactly the same, right? All right. Like it just it I don't know it for for men's clothing it's. Like I'll give you like if I if if I'm gonna buy a dress shirt or something like that, like if I buy like a Brooks Brothers dress shirt, it's gonna be a lot nicer than if I buy one from the Gap. But but also like I'm paying a lot more money for that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like men's clothing is 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 weird.
1: It's also um, the thing about men's clothing that makes me a little sad is that it's like variations of the same things,
0: whereas oh, women yeah, just yeah, yeah. have
1: like a lot of options and i'm loving it's a a button-down
0: shirt and a crew neck sweater maybe a cardigan maybe a hoodie yeah yeah yeah. and then jeans yeah and just all jeans
1: yeah yeah but um high-waisted jeans have come back in style um and i guess i say come back in style i guess they were in style in the 80s but um i'm i'm liking it i didn't think i was going to like the high-waisted uh style but i'm 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 leaning into it and i'm enjoying it and it just is nicer to have clothes that don't give me muffin tops <laughs> like, yeah. it's just nice hey, like these low like low-rise jeans i mean like, like have
0: you seen a picture of a pop star from the early 2000s oh, recently oh, oh, oh. where oh. they're where their their jeans are so low <laughs> that you can tell how recently they've shaved
1: yeah oh, uh,
0: yeah 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 oh boy uh i can't believe that people were walking around in public and not being like locked up there's
1: there's some i don't know for some of that stuff it's very yeah uh anyways i'm enjoying i'm I'm kind of not that teenage
0: me didn't appreciate the hell out of it but (laughs) like
1: i do like that yoga pants still seem to be okay and tolerated in society I know that they're not like yeah. great but like I, I I really just I don't think I'll ever not love yoga pants. I times. do
0: think that yoga pants have 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 led to a very slippery slope of like Jugging. of like okay okay but are what you're wearing do we actually constitute that as outer clothes and not underclothes? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, like I in mean, some fair. instances, not all, fair. like I'm fine like yoga pants whatever, but like there are some instances where I say it's like like those are those those are tights not leggings yes and it's, it's you should line. have something over top of those yes. in the in the the the, the bottom area the, yes. the 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 buttock and uh groin region should be a little bit more covered um yes but but also I'm an old man so you know I'm 36 today so I'm closer to 40 than I am to 30
1: and Whoa.
0: I, I my opinions don't matter well they don't matter or you're still
1: because you're a man you're still in a core demographic that people will cater to for at least another 10 years so you know a
0: little bit a little bit you're you're
1: good um for my 40th birthday this is me officially inviting you to greece to celebrate my 40th birthday i'm planning now i'm gonna go the
0: musical or the country
1: the country country. (laughs) okay (laughs) because
0: the musical no thanks uh, (laughs) i'll pass
1: but yeah i really want to just let go like Sit on a catamaran in the middle of the Mediterranean for like. A okay, week.
0: I'll let Crystal know.
1: Please do. It's going to be very good. I'm very excited. Probably Santorini, although some people are now convincing me that Crete would be a better place to go. So
0: I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. I mean, like we're talking about another another five years. Five years. Uh, let's let's see where the ocean level is. We'll make a decision uh, I mean, closer to the that's day. That's
1: fair. Right? That's fair. That's fair. Also, I'm very uh, excited to eventually go to Disneyland. So. Man, Hopefully in five years.
0: So in five years, Cassie will be six and a half, almost seven, right? Wow. And yeah. Kara will be almost ten.
1: They could enjoy a trip to Greece.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, I don't. We don't have to bring them.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's true. Them. You don't. We have to. We can leave them for. Well, you a week can. With, yeah, with, you could with like grandparents. Yeah, with grandparents, and I mean, I mean, even Cassie. I feel like I definitely had friends friends over at my house for like a week where their parents went. Went on vacation, so yeah, come come to Greece in five years. It'll be great. Yeah, I'm very excited.
0: That sounds fantastic.
1: So that's what that's like. What I'm looking forward to now in my like, as I'm getting elderly, <laughs> I'm starting to like plan because I did once like I saw a I, like a table of people that were celebrating a 40th birthday, and I was like, those people don't seem much older than me. And I'm starting to realize yeah. that they weren't. They weren't.
0: Well, and for us, 40 will be the new 30, right? So
1: I hope so. Uh, I mean, I, there's see, like.
0: It, 40 is when I intend on, on really like buckling down and getting fit so oh, that I can be, okay. so that I can be like, like, like hot dad. You know what okay, I mean? Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Cause like, cause like right now it doesn't matter right now. It doesn't make a difference. And even 40 is probably a little bit too early for it to really matter that much. It'd be more for my own self-esteem than anything. That's fair. But, but, like but I do think like 50s, like because yeah. well but this is the preparation right because yeah. the the preparation is for my 50s when I decide to completely switch my career path and actually get into acting oh, because hey, in my 50s smart. in my 50s, the whole like Jewish thing will will work for me really well if 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 yeah. current trends are are any indicator right right like 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 in my in my mid 30s it's not really it's not really doing it but like when I hit my 50s, and, and hopefully my hair is like, is, is mostly gray or whatever. And, and, you know, I'm really wrinkly and, 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 and all that sort of thing. But, but if I'm also like fit, like if I'm also in good shape, I, I, I could be, I, I could be a, a grumpy Jewish guy on a TV show.
1: There you go. I mean, that's, that's a great, that's that's a, that's a nice, that's a nice angle. I actually, there was just a picture of, um, sometimes Twitter just gives me like things. It's like, you would like to look at this right now. And it was a Zachary Levi photo. And the question was somebody had asked him if he still had like a sprinkle of gray at his temples and he took a photo showing that he did. And there's like just something about me being older where I'm kind of like that like is great.
0: It (laughs) is. It is is weird how like how the window shifts. Right. Because like if you show me a picture of like a hot 20 year old right now, I'll be like, oh, no, thank you. No, (laughs) thank you. because of two things i don't got the energy for that i just don't i'm too tired i'm too tired i can't put up with this and also like the emotional maturity of it is just like like i don't want to deal with the type of drama that comes with a 20 year old you know what i mean
1: yeah no then this
0: is all obviously hypothetical stuff right yeah and i'm also i'm also you'll notice i'm not talking about gender i'm not talking about about any of that stuff right like identity i'm just talking about 20 year olds like i just don't got time for it (laughs) i i but if you show me a picture of a hot 30 year old i'm like oh yes (laughs) whereas like when i was in my 20s if you'd be like check out this hot 30 year old i'd be like kind of old yeah Yeah. they're kind of they're kind of (laughs) looking old but now it's like it's like oh a little bit of crow's feet going on that does it for me that works (laughs) Because it shows there's, like, wisdom and maturity there. Yeah, you know? and then you've already gone
1: through. Like, I was a completely different, because this is the the thing about, per, like, getting rid of stuff in my house and going through, yeah. like, old photos and being like, what an idiot I was when I was in my 20s. My goodness. <laughs> like, all of my photos are of me just, like, out drinking with friends. And I'm like, why did you take photos of these? These are terrible. And I'm having this really hard conundrum to be like, do I just throw all of these away? Like why do I want to keep these photos that are like anyways. But in my third like I feel like like 30s are great. Like you become a, a like a like a, a real person in your 30s where you're like yeah. this is this is who I am now. And I think about it a lot where I'm kind of like if I had to go back in time, if I yeah. would there's there was a certain point in my life where I was like that would be so great and I would just relive it. And I'm kind of like now I'm like, oh that'd be the worst. Be the worst to go back and have to relive any of those, any of those things, it might yeah. be nice to go back to a couple, uh, classes. Like, oh, uh, I, and have we talked about the Green Knight yet? About that coming out, it made me think about English lit and uh, the Sir Gawain. No, that's a topic to for run. another day. We can Let's... we'll we'll talk about it at another time. But it yeah. makes me really happy that literally like the only thing I retained from grade eleven, uh, English lit was the song, where she get, she goes, Sir Gawain, what a guy sir Gawain, do or die i just will like always remember that i don't remember what sir Gawain is about but i remember that he would do or die so <laughs>
0: anyways uh that's you know what one. i i think that's it i think that's the episode i think we did it
1: i think that's I, we covered a lot of things yeah from yeah and it's...
0: and i do have i do have a note to go out on okay that's really that's important great uh Eric Goldman, a a film and TV critic uh, that I greatly admire and whose opinions I trust, has seen Fast 9, F9. okay. And he has tweeted his no spoilers, uh, basically his impressions coming out of the theater this evening. So this is like, this is, I mean, for you guys, it'll be late because it'll be tomorrow morning. But for us recording, this is hot off the presses nine uh nine fifty three he he tweeted this it's currently ten thirty one so this is this is as fresh as it gets uh f nine is utterly ridiculous and goes further than ever in terms of leaving behind any semblance of reality and I found it a total delight and had a giant grin on my face watching it. It oh. really is exactly the kind of big ass movie we need as we begin to get back to normal
1: <laughs> amazing.
0: If I don't get to see this movie in the movie theater, <laughs> I am going to personally start jamming needles with the vaccine in the arms of random passersby. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to get the vaccines. I don't know how I'm going to determine whether or not you've already had the vaccine before I do this. <laughs> but you'll
1: just be there on the corner with your with your needle ready to go.
0: But if I don't get to see Fast 9 in the theater on opening night, I am going to be livid, absolutely, completely furious, and fast. I will be both of those things in real life. Uh, Because I want to see this movie so, so bad. Because Han is back, and I just... I need answers i need answers and if it gets here's the thing if someone spoils me (laughs) on fast nine i don't even know i don't even know i can't can't i hate this timeline i hate the world that we currently occupy uh i hate that america is ahead wow. of us on this stuff it's, right now
1: it's driving me I am bananas just like, I so mean,
0: ashamed of us I'm, as a country i'm
1: very excited for the states i'm glad you guys are doing so well but it is i'm really happy for all my friends who are fully
0: vaccinated yes it's like really that's not part of me. it
1: but like how is yeah. canada just doing such a rubbish job of getting ourselves vaccinated it's real it's
0: i'm not really mad bad. at america like you guys made the right decision you vo- voted out the orange menace and you have an adult in charge um, and, and now you guys are reaping the rewards of that. Like the vaccine rollout has actually been incredibly successful. Um, I've got so many people who are like, Oh, but, but, but would it have been without Trump? Like getting it to the point that and it's like, no, no, no. Trump was going to get as many vaccines produced as possible. And then he was going to hold it over everybody's heads and right. force yeah. the government to do things like repeal the affordable care act and then charge people money for the vaccine guaranteed. Guaranteed, like he was going to use that as a bargaining chip instead of doing the humanitarian thing, which is to make sure that as many people get it as possible. Um, yeah, no, I the the situation that we're in globally is so much better because of that, that change of uh, the, the change in that seat of power. But but I uh, but our government here in Canada is just so kind of like lackadaisical about it and it just
1: i just i don't know the thing is i think we're trying to get vaccines as fast as we can and i think percentage wise we're actually doing pretty good for like the, but, the whole of the yeah
0: but but i do also think that we're doing the classic canadian move of like being way too nice about it yeah. and not leveraging our position on the world stage and saying like hey we need these vaccines in order to get things back to normal here. Like,
1: I mean, I'm perfectly happy with us not stealing more vaccines from India. <laughs> like I feel like a yeah, lot of people
0: I don't, I don't think that we should be taking vaccines that would otherwise be allocated. I think that Canada needed to flex some muscle and say, Hey, America, give us the ability to produce our own vaccines because oh. that's the problem. Okay, yeah. is that, It's not that we don't have the industry here to do it. We could do it. We certainly have, like, we have the infrastructure. We lack the will to do that. And, and the Canadian government went, it'll be fine if we just buy them from the states. And the states is like, no, no, no. These are for us. <laughs> Rightfully so, because they have a way bigger population than us. Yeah. But it, it, yeah. pressure should have been applied on Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, all of these companies of, like, open this up and allow like, it should have been like a UN thing of like, allow other places to be manufacturing more of this stuff. Cause they're not because they want to control it because they want the Profit from it. They want the money from it, right? Well, there's
1: a whole thing about vaccine. This is a, we're now getting into a whole second podcast.
0: Oh yeah, Talking yeah. About we, vaccine we don't, we don't inequality
1: for forever. So we get here. That's a, a preview of our next podcast. We'll talk about vaccine inequality and the Green Knights.
0: The problem. <laughs> the problem is that in two weeks something else will have happened. I know, They'll yeah, have like given us the trailer for the for Book of Boba Fett or something like that. So, oh, it's like, we'll talk yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, um. Yeah. No. Yeah. Who, who knows? I. We didn't, I didn't think we were going to talk about anything coming off of the Eternals. I was going to be like, Yeah, it looks boring. Uh, (laughs) And then move on. No, it doesn't look boring. I'm kidding. Um, I actually had a whole topic that, like, in my back pocket that I was going to pull out, and then we did it. We made a whole episode.
1: We made a whole episode starting with the Eternals.
0: That's it. Good. That's That's all we need.
1: We need just that little spark of conversation.
0: Yeah. I'll be back next week with another episode of Off the Record, a bonus one for May. You get two in May. I don't know how that happens. It's my birthday, you guys get a present. But, uh, <laughs> uh, if you're supporting us over on Patreon at the five dollar level or above, you will get that exclusive content, hashtag content. We're content creators on the internet. There you it's a go. Thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, but and then Amanda will be back in two weeks yeah. for another Thunder Quack. Uh. And uh, that's it. That's it. Thank you guys for listening.
1: Alright. Stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands and be kind to one another.
0: Follow the Thunderquack Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching the Thunderquack Podcast. You can support us in three ways. First, by heading to the podcast service of your choice and leaving a rating and review. Second, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch from your favorite podcasts. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com slash thunderquack to kick in with your monthly pledge of support and get cool rewards like early access and extended episodes. The Thunderquack Podcast is the official podcast of thunderquack.com. Head to thunderquack.com to discover more great podcasts.